You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Brave AF podcast. Hope you have had a brave week. So today we're talking about how to handle criticism and I was having a conversation with someone at Toastmasters the other day about handling criticism, the criticism that we both received. So on this occasion she had given a speech and as part of giving a speech and actually I'll just give you a little bit of background in case you don't know what Toastmasters is. It is a it's all over the world and there are clubs that you can go to to learn about public speaking and practice your public speaking skills. There are a variety of different roles. You learn about how to structure a speech, how to, you know, handle difficult audience, do lots of different things and you get obviously the opportunity to speak in public and overcome the fear of speaking in public that so many of us have. So hence, that's what we were both there for. And she's been going for, I guess, maybe five to 10 years. She's been going for a long time, very experienced speaker. And myself, I have been going, I think about two and a half years now. So I highly recommend it if you do want to work on overcoming your uh, fear of public speaking. It is fantastic. And so we were both there and we went for a coffee afterwards and she said to me, you know, how are you going with the criticism and the feedback that you received? And she had received some as well that she was struggling to process. So as part of the Toastmasters structure, what happens when somebody evaluates you? So they evaluate your speech and they provide feedback based on a specific criteria that you might have and obviously you get to choose the specific things you're working on whether it's perhaps pausing and not being as rushed or being more natural or using less notes like those are just some of the examples and then there might be like more comprehensive things to look for so there is a crc structure that they use which is stands for commend recommend and commend Meaning that, I call this a shit sandwich, (laughs) you give, you know, something that they did well, you give positive reinforcement, positive feedback, then you give a recommendation, something that they could work on to improve or take it to the next level, that kind of thing. And then you close with another positive feedback. And the idea is that you are giving them, you know, reinforcing the good things, obviously, and highlighting what they did well, which they may or may not be aware of. But also the whole point of coming is to, you know, improve on your skills. So you're getting some constructive feedback that you can incorporate. So what's really interesting here is, and this has been talked about many a time at our Toastmasters Club, is that there is a lot of research and a lot of studies out there that say that we need at least three times as much positive feedback 
So three to one to balance out that one negative or constructive thing that we receive. Now, there are other studies out there that show that the balance is more of a five to one ratio. So I had to think about that. And I think for most people, it probably is closer to the five to one ratio. Five good things to one not so good thing. So you decide. Either way, (laughs) often the balance is pretty out of whack there. So the point is that we're very quick to either only hear the negative or to hold on to the not so good and dismiss the positive, the what went well, what we, you know, nailed. So to come back to the Toastmasters example, and it was funny because when my evaluator gave me my feedback, he actually started by saying, I am going to give, so he gave me something really good. And then he said, and now I'm going to give something that may come across as a little bit harsh, but because Zena has been a member here for a long time, I know that she will, you know, value the, whatever I've got to say. And it was funny that he said that because I like braced myself in my seat. <laughs> I was like, uh Oh, what is coming? But I was, probably a cool cucumber because she was saying to me, you know, like, how did you feel about that? How, how has it not bothered you? Because she was quite bothered by what she had heard and kind of struggling to think about how she could apply that. And so I said to her, it's just one person's viewpoint. And here's what I mean by that. Imagine going to a concert And I'm going to give you an exact scenario of a concert I went to. It was Fleetwood Mac here in New Zealand in Auckland. And you are seated off to the left of the main stage. And you're kind of up. It was like in a big kind of sporting stadium. And we were up in the stadium kind of, I don't know what you call it, (laughs) up in the side of the stadium. But we were undercover. Okay. And where we were positioned, we had a great like we could see the stage, even though it was we were like not directly front onto it. We could see the stage well because we were looking down onto the stage. And we could also see one of the screens really, really well because it was positioned towards us and there were speakers pointing towards us. Now, it started raining and it started raining a shitload. And the people in the middle of the um, kind of like directly in front of the stage, right in the middle there, there was nothing covering them. It was open skies, absolutely torrential downpour. And the people over to the right of the stage, the rain was angled at such a direction that it was going in towards them, but it wasn't coming in towards us. It was going the other way. So we were very sheltered. So from our viewpoint, we had a great time. There was great energy. We had neat people around us. There was a lot of dancing and singing. We had a in- Incredible experience at this concert. It was fantastic. And we went home and told everyone how good it was. But imagine being in the middle, right? Imagine being, you've paid probably more than we paid and you're standing in the middle and directly in front of you, and I've been in this position as well. It was actually an ACDC concert. But directly in front of you is the stage, but there are really tall people in front of you And it's kind of hard to see the stage. Your view is obstructed. Now, there are screens on the left and the right of that main stage, but they too are partially obstructed. And you're in the middle there and it's raining and you're getting absolutely soaked and it's soggy and it's messy. And you leave 
and you say it wasn't great. The setup was average and they didn't really take into account the weather. You had a different viewpoint, a different perspective and a different opinion of the exact same thing. I also said to her, I didn't make it mean anything about me or my performance. And this is something I've got really good at doing. So this is where I see so many people go wrong is they take constructive feedback or criticism and they make it a personal attack by how they choose to interpret it. So imagine for a moment that you're like me and you've got black hair. Okay, I've got long, black, thick, wavy hair. And somebody said to you, wow, your pink hair is just so gross. Now, I have black hair, not pink hair. And they've just said to me, my pink hair is so gross. I would not make that mean that there was something wrong with me or with my hair. I would probably make that mean that there was something wrong with them. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't take that personally. I might think, wow, um, that's not quite right. Or I don't know, maybe are they colorblind or are they okay? Maybe they're having an off day or maybe they were making a joke. Like that's kind of weird. Like it would probably be something I would like laugh and joke about later because it was kind of odd, but it I wouldn't make it mean something bad or negative or awful about me. Now, if somebody said to me, and just imagine you've got like long black thick hair like me, right? And if somebody said, wow, your black hair is so thick and frizzy. How do you deal with that kind of hair? Now, I could think, well, that was rude. (laughs) I'm doing my best. (laughs) It's not easy. And I could feel pretty crappy. Or I might think, yeah, um, here's what I do. I tame it using this, this, and this. And sometimes I just put it up in a ponytail because it's easy. And if I was to reply like that, I would kind of feel not here, not there, not really attached. Like, eh. you know, there wouldn't be a lot of emotion in that for me. And I could also think, yeah, you know what? I was blessed with really thick hair. And so many people tell me all the time that they wish they had hair like this. I'm so lucky. And I could feel really good about it. Now, those are just three options of hundreds of different things that I could make it mean, how I could choose to interpret it. Now, any of those options are available to me. So why would I choose one that feels crappy? I get to choose what I make other people's feedback, their opinions, their two cents worth mean. When I ask for it, when I don't, I get to choose what I make it mean. So I choose something that feels good to me. Even when, you know, they have negative intentions, when somebody wants to hurt me, right? Or perhaps they just don't like something I said, or they don't agree with it and they choose to tell me. I still have the ability to choose how I want to think about it, and therefore how I'm going to feel. So I always choose something that feels good to me. So I have read a bunch of podcast reviews recently because I am working on getting this podcast in front of more people. 
And with that in mind, hey, if you love the podcast, please help me to spread the word. Please, whether it's like leaving a rating and a review or sending it to a friend or sharing it on social media. And if you do that, tag me because I will, you know, share the love right back to you. But I really have been looking at this podcast and how I can, you know, help get it in front of more people and then help more people, you know, and spread the word. And so in doing that, I have been looking at podcast reviews. Okay, now there are plenty of reviews. I don't know how I find these. I find them in random places. (laughs) So anyway, I found some podcast reviews that say things like, you know, this was great content, but I had to stop listening because she says right all the time. There is plenty of references to how often I say the word right. And admittedly, I do. (laughs) I think it's kind of funny. Sorry if it bothers you, but I do think it's kind of funny. I'm just not bothered by it. And yes, I could make that mean that something's wrong and I need to change something or fix something because it's terrible. But you know what? The people who are annoyed by that and upset by it and have to leave, you know, maybe a one star review because it pissed them off so much. That's okay. Like they're just not my people. You know who is my person? The person who's still listening. You. (laughs) Right. There are literally thousands of people who listen to this podcast every single week and I hope to reach thousands more but see when I assign that kind of meaning to it I get to feel good I get to choose how I interpret that person's feedback or their criticism or whatever you want to call it but I just decide to choose something that feels good to me so My friends, next time you get constructive feedback or you get criticism or somebody just offers their two cents worth when you haven't even asked for it, (laughs) because that happens, right? Just think about the different viewpoints available and play with different ideas of what you could choose to make it mean. Show your brain that there are many different things here that you could choose to make this mean and then pick one that feels good for you okay and if you want help doing big things this year head on over to my website and sign up for a consult with me all right huge love my friends have a beautiful week Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Xena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Xena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.